Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Hi, Gabbers. Oh, we're going. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Britt's like, get it together, Allison. Get it together. <laughs> it's just different. Yeah. This is different, you guys. For the first time ever, we are recording via Zoom. Yeah. And it's going to be different because Britt and I feed off each other's energy like in the same room, but it's a crazy week. Yeah. And Britt's kids are like starting school tomorrow. And then I have one week left of summer before my kids start. And uh, we've had like just all sorts of stuff going on. So we were like, well, we either do this or we don't have an episode is basically the option. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because I was like, uh, I could come over, but I'd be at your house till like midnight and then first day of school tomorrow. And I just, I just thought, okay, we're trying this. Yep. Let's, we're just going to go for it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we are excited to talk about this subject. We actually did not get listener stories this week. We thought it would be funny to find like crazy news stories and mm -hmm. like just report them, just talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> and this is funny to me because you, are a news mm -hmm. girl. Well, you always have been technically, yes, technically, but you really mm -hmm. are now. Yeah. That's what they call me on the street. The news girl. Uh, the news girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it's funny. It's inherently funny. No matter what, something's supposed to be serious and it's, and it somehow tickles your funny bone. It's just more funny. I guess I just don't understand like what makes something newsworthy because right. in reading some of these you know, reports, I just like giggle. I'm like, when did, like, was that week just a little dry on the news front or, you know what I mean? Or was it just yeah. like, I don't know. Sometimes I think certain things like should make the news and that don't <laughs> yeah. make the news. And then other things you're like, yeah. how is this, how is this making the news? Anyway, so I do find it interesting. And I guess I would ask you that question, pose that question to you when you're like talking about stories, pitching stories, like, I guess what, what's <laughs> tantalizing enough. Right. I, have you seen, I, you probably haven't. There's that story that they did about Gretchen Carlson and the whole breakdown when she like, is it Gretchen Carlson on Fox news? And she like, um, calls out the big wig because he's like sexually harassing women. Anyway, I, oh, I don't know. the lady that's training Margot Robbie's character mm -hmm. says, you want to think about stories. That would scare your mother, or no, scare, that would scare your grandmother and titillize your grandfather or something like that. And so she's like, frighten and titillize, frighten and titillize. Like, that seems stereotypical and sexist. Uh, well, right. I don't want to like, be fed were... a whole bunch of stuff that makes me horrified and that my husband yeah. is aroused by or whatever. Well, not like, Spencer not will like... hate it. Spencer's going to hate it if I include that. If an, if I am scared and a man is aroused, I don't want to be fed. I don't want that to be my constant food information. Your goal. I know. No. So I was wondering, I'm like, oh, how true is that, Britt, in the newsroom when you're prepping, like prepping stories or pitching stories? Well, one of my um, producers, she always says, are you going to talk about this at the dinner table with your family? Like, okay. is it interesting? Britt's like, I don't talk about the news with my family at all. <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to sugarcoat sugarcoat yeah. don't tell them anything what's the news yes. <laughs> um yeah if it's if it's interesting enough to talk with your family at the dinner table about but there was this one story 
I remember it came down the pipe and we kind of are in charge of deciding if it, if I put that in my newscast. And I was like, have we not talked about these monkeys in Japan yet? And everyone, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I will talk about this at the dinner table. Nobody's, we we hadn't covered this. And monkeys in Japan were attacking people. And one guy was like, this needs to be told. This is a story that needs to be told. And it affects us here in the States. <laughs> right. Like it, it didn't have a local Hilarious angle. and frightening. But yeah, it was scary. I was like, what? Because a monkey came into a guy's house and attacked him from behind. <laughs> oh and I was gosh. like, this is something I would talk about at the dinner table, but maybe not around monkeys my kids. Are, monkeys are darn near humans. I mean, so it's have like, you ever seen Planet of the Apes? I mean, right, it's just like, like they're we're so human like we're yeah, we're just a breath away. So essentially <laughs> it's like, you know, a, a human intruder coming at you from behind. But it's smaller and like more ninja and, you know, a little less easy to reason with. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't understand English. You can't yeah, talk it down. Exactly. Like think about the repercussions. Well, so did they have like, did they have like some disease, like mad, mad, you <laughs> mad know, monkey, monkey disease? disease or something? They're just known to be aggressive. Okay. And and they oh, okay. are also found. Cool. Well, that's in, a good one to start on. I like guess. they've they've really they've really acclimated to like city life, so they're known to kind of be around civilization. So they're not scared of humans. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I thought it was newsworthy. We didn't run it. You didn't. They didn't run it. No. Gosh, that could have been like your prize winning Pulitzer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> story. It could have been it on the put you on the map. You and Diane Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but you know how we usually talk about someday you'll laugh about this moment. I remember one time I talked about this gynecologist sign, um, that I saw and they were trying to make funny gynecologist jokes and they were funny. They were, well, yesterday we were driving, (laughs) they were succeeding (laughs) yesterday. We were driving downtown and there's this flower shop that they have done this for decades. And they, they have this sign that says, if your name is Allison, Yep. Come in for a free flower and you can go in yep. and show your driver's license or whatever and you get a free yes. rose. But you guys, these are tricky times that we're in. Uh, <laughs> dare I say unprecedented. Um, and uh, you hated that word. You're like, I'm tired <laughs> of the unprecedented times because they, apparently they're precedented at this point. <laughs> get, you used, get used to it. Um, yeah. But I was just cracking up because, you know, instead of having, if your name's Lisa, if your name is Dan, come get a free rose. Yesterday it said, if your name is Magnus, come in for a free (laughs) flower. It's like, they don't want to let go of the years long tradition. Too many roses. But can you think of any person you know named Magnus? No. <laughs> or even like a book character. I mean, that's usually where they like the weird names are. Yeah. I in high school one time, I didn't even know that they did this like thing, this business. Uh-huh. And I got a text from a girl being like, "You get go to Jimmy's Floral to get your rose." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait, what? Did a secret admirer get me? one for me?" No, I 100% was like, "Somebody has roses for me." <laughs> and they were like, and then I was like, like this Wait, totally why? tracks. Right. I can't even tell you how many secret admirers I had. How to many calls I get that's like, stick. go pick up your flowers, dang it. Uh, and I'm like, again? <laughs> and so anyway, I was like sitting there so confused going back and forth with this girl like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, you get a free rose today. I'm like, who? Like, why? Why? Like, do why I really have to walk you through this? And then finally, she, I finally, she was like, they pick a name at random. And I was like, 
oh, so Jimmy doesn't love me. Like Jimmy <laughs> from Jimmy's Floral doesn't just want to give me roses. So that is so funny though about um so did you do a story about about that? No, I was just saying it reminded me of like funny signs, funny headlines, oh, uh-huh. and just funny stuff cuz that just I don't like it just made me giggle. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I have one to start us off if you want. Yeah. Should I like do it in my Have you ever um followed that girl or seen that girl's videos where she reports on her toddler and she does the best news voice oh, really? and, she, and she's like currently I'm in my car and she's usually holding like a cheese stick or something like that, you know? And she's like, where my toddler is at a standoff. He's mad because I won't give him the cheese and I'm mad because of this. Anyway, she's so funny. She has a good, she has um, a good uh, news anchor voice. I always yes. just resort to the fly turbo man, use your jetpack. It's yeah. It's, she does that very similarly. Like, <laughs> She's like, anyway, that's what it reminds me of. So I was like, do I try to do that? I don't have one, so probably not. But the headline reads, fake Florida doctor who, quote unquote, enhanced buttocks <laughs> with cement caulking gets 10 years for manslaughter. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So the first thing I heard, I actually heard about this, like, you know how sometimes, you, like how you you will report on the radio. Mm-hmm. And you'll kind of say maybe just quick little quips from like, so you might be like, the sentencing has come in for Brian David Mitchell and he's been sentenced to this. And then you like jump to another one. A Florida man was attacked by a monkey or whatever, you know, I don't know. So that's what I heard. And so I started Googling this story. So it basically said that um, this woman who got this surgery, she said her rear end had hardened and turned to black. Oh my gosh. Um, Side effects. From the years-old injection, left the mother of three feeling sick. She and had she claimed cement her surgeon, in her bum for years? Okay, listen to this. And claimed her surgeon, O'Neill Ron Morris, was the same faux cosmetic doctor that police had arrested and accused of pumping a near-lethal formula of cement, mineral oil, bathroom caulking, and a fix of flat tire sealant to <laughs> Oh my gosh. When I read fix a flat, I was done. I was done. I'm like, there's how, how many times have you looked out and been like, boy, if I could just put a little fix a flat I need flat a fix a flat for real on my right. booty. Fix a, fix a flat. Like this person that was posing to be a doctor was just like browsing the hardware aisle and like. He's like a doctor yeah, death like, though, for real. No, Like this seriously. was intentional. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Like, here's what I'm wondering. Do, was the doctor just trying to be a fake doctor and using like what they thought might work <laughs> or were they like a psychopath? It, it feels like it would be like a doctor kill. death type of guy, but he's not the only person in surgery. So when he starts yeah. squeezing the caulk gun from yeah, Home like, Depot, can someone hand me the you WD-40? You think that the nurse would be like, yeah. this doesn't check. <laughs> he's like, he could, you know how they reach over? They're like scalpel and all that. They're like, fix a flat. Coke? Air pump? Yeah, it's very questionable. But it feels like he's like a Dr. Death. Guys, um, do your research on these people that you are allowing to, like, do stuff to your body. And when it comes to, like, medical stuff and plastic surgery, do not bargain shop. Don't use your Groupon. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't get the Hometown Values magazine and say, two for one. Yeah, the buy two. You're actually going to laugh at me because I did do that with my laser hair removal. But 
Laser hair removal is, is a little, a little different. less risky little than different. butt injections and implants and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, no, it isn't funny that this woman died, but I just was dying at the... Fix a flat. Fix a flat and caulk and all of that. Um, what was the original headline you read? It was fake Florida doctor who, quote, enhanced buttocks with cement caulking he gets 10 years for manslaughter. Sometimes headlines, they try to like keep it so succinct that it comes yeah. across funny because it just right. has the very few basic words. That basically told the whole story. I didn't even need to read the article hardly except to Correct. read about the fix-a-flat. But, but I did like the detail of the fix-a-flat yes. in that. Um, um, and this is from the Washington Post. So as much as these are funny headlines, I mean, real. that's a, like a reputable um, news outlet, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like this headline, it's really straightforward. And yeah, the, the headline, they just try to make it super succinct. And then you're like, yeah, what? At last, singer Etta James dies. Because, <laughs> you know, at last. Finally. That finally, Etta woman James dies. Because it's just the way that it gets all pushed together right. as one sentence. Oh, how do you not? Like, where's your, there's proof the, a checkers. Comma, there's, there's a dash. Yeah, there's a, um, quotations. She has lots of other songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Pick a different song. Uh-huh. But at last. <laughs> finally. Freaking A. <laughs> That was so funny. And honestly, like, the headlines can make you laugh and make you like, what the crap? But I kind of, I found some articles mainly that made me, ma- made me kind of just giggle. Some teens in Chicago are attempting to break two Guinness World Records by creating a mosaic, like a giant mm-hmm. mosaic, out of cereal boxes. Okay. Um, their goal is to recreate the Ukrainian flag. And I'm like, sorry. I mean, honestly, it's a yellow stripe and a blue stripe. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no. It's and it's all like geometric shapes. It's a rectangle. There's a yellow rectangle and a blue rectangle. There's no. So they basically only need honeycombs, corn pops, honeycombs, and corn pops. Yellow and yeah, blue, right? and and so yeah, they're just you know how you put you know mosaics are like little squares and you just put them all together. Yes. I mean, there's no like tricky borders or anything. Well, I mean, they do have a tricky border, but um, on the flag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I did not think like Ukraine. That is more newsworthy than, than this. The, yes, this the is way more situation newsworthy in Ukraine. Than, than two teenagers saying we're going to make a basically we're going to line up cereal boxes. And we're going to get in a Guinness like, Book of World Records? They're not even, like, tearing up the the cereal boxes into little pieces? No. Then this is not newsworthy right, at this all is ridiculous. This is stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and they're, but they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be able to say for the rest of their life, I am a Guinness World Record holder. Yeah. Way to use someone's tragedy to benefit yourself. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, and. That's why they chose that. Yeah, and but like it's yeah, but when when I was in high school, my art class, we that was the tradition is every year we would make this giant mosaic and we yeah. had to painstakingly like take these tiny little glass tiny shards. tiny little squares and we were each given a section so then we could we could put it together. So it was like a mosaic of a right. mosaic of a mosaic. It was very inception. Um <laughs> but we did and we were you know, we did um it was actually a statue of the, it was the statue of the David. 
sounds appropriate. But- Our high school, I swear, I didn't think much of these things. Mm-hmm. But then now I'm like, how did that fly? Can you imagine okay? that your square is the middle section <laughs> that you're assigned to? Put I'm like, I'm a little squares. bit of a naive girl. And so it's like not anatomically correct. You've got like pieces. In it like looks the like wrong a Ken doll. <laughs> um, but no, nobody had to do the weenie section of the Statue of David because it was a very strategically placed Olympic flag. It, a lot of oh. ideas had to have come together on this gotcha. choice. <laughs> so funny, though. I feel like as an art teacher, I would just be like, we're just going to steer clear of like the nudity or like mm-hmm. the appearance of nudity. Um, because I remember also in my But it was school, the year of like, the Olympics. So our art teacher was like, here's our opportunity to do a famous yeah. work of art, but like, have something covering. Some Olympic pride, too. Yes. While doing, while replicating a classic piece of art. Yeah, not newsworthy at all on that Ukrainian flag mosaic with cereal boxes. Uh, <laughs> all right. This um, this headline says, Boston police boat comes to the rescue of stranded groom. It said that officers with the Boston Police Department's Harbor Patrol Unit are used to helping boaters in distress. <laughs> but last weekend, Officer Joe Matthews came to the rescue of a groom in danger of missing his own wedding. All right. Patrick Mahoney was scheduled to get married on Thompson Island in the middle of Boston Harbor on Saturday, but the boat that was supposed to ferry him to the island where his bride-to-be was already waiting <laughs> broke down. Oh, no. Police said in a post on their website, Officer Matthews was only too happy to help. It was good to get a nice call for a change and help people out, he said. <laughs> they seemed happy, and we were happy we could do it. It all worked out. <laughs> well, <laughs> so again, It's nice to get a good call for a change because... They're used to being like, oh no, some drug... This is Boston. Yeah, some drug dealers have tied um, tractor weights to someone and we're having... (laughs) You know, he's like... Either that or they're... All you need is a red two wedding. I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like either either real sketchy, scary things like you're talking about or yeah, unpaid packing tickets with a warrant. (laughs) For their arrest. Yeah. And then how's my how's my Boston accent? It's pretty good. And then um and then now they just get to help people. It's gotta feel good when you're kind of used to doing like, yeah, kind of crappy things or depressing things. All right. So if you guys don't know this about me yet, I actually really like dinosaur stuff. I really do. <laughs> um Brit knows I love me Jurassic Park movies, like all of them except number three. And I haven't seen the newest one because you guys said it was pretty bad. And I heard people like walked out and I just, Oh, it's not, here's the thing. It'll entertain you. Yeah. Um, I just really wanted it to go. I wanted it to get simplified back to its roots because they brought everyone back. Yeah. Like the, the OG Jurassic Park. Yeah. They brought it, they brought back the OG cast. So I was just wanting like a really straightforward plot that just brought the same vibe. And it wasn't. And it was really complicated with like so many different pieces and you're like, okay, but I mean, you'll, you'll get raptors chasing Owen through the streets of Morocco on a motorcycle (laughs) into an airplane. Well, hey, there you go. Okay. Okay. So I love dinosaurs, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I was laughing at this though. And I do have to admit that like, you guys, a huge portion of what we know about dinosaurs and stuff, honestly, it's guessing. It's educated guess. It's educated is a stretch. And that's coming from someone who likes dinosaur stuff. No shade on paleontologists. Yeah. No offense to Ross Geller and all of you other paleontologists (laughs) out there, but I was so disappointed one day 
when I was at um, the Ogden Dinosaur Park. Yeah. And they were creating a new dinosaur. So that was kind of cool to watch. Wasn't I with you? I, I don't know. The, you might have been with this me. This is part of what kind of opened my eyes. And yeah, they were- this, the guy was building a cement sculpture of a dinosaur. Yeah. And at the Ogden Dinosaur Park, there are some fun colors on those dinosaurs and fun designs. Yep, I was with you. And so this it is makes kind of what opened my and mind. And it makes it it makes them look cool and exciting. Yeah, like the Utah Raptor and, colors look so awesome. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's Utah and, Raptor. Yeah, and so we saw the guy that was creating a new one off kind of behind the scenes, and we started asking him questions. And I was like, how do you how do you decide what you like what color you're gonna paint the new dinosaur? Like, do you guys have to? Um, do a lot of research and how do they even figure that out because all they have are the bones yeah and he basically said they just guess we get to choose the colors yeah and, and i was kind of like, like whoa well you just crushed my soul right sir. but it makes total <laughs> sense like right like they don't have skin fragments they just have bones right so how they don't know so the color so everything we're seeing guessing. is just people guessing and yeah. making things up so that's why i did this <laughs> So basically, for those of you wondering why the crap we're talking about this, <laughs> this next headline that I found in the news story says, a diner discovered 100 million year old dinosaur footprints in a restaurant. I already have what? so many questions right now just on this headline, <laughs> which I guess is the point, right? They want you to be like, yeah, Wait, they want you what? to read. They want you to click. Yeah. Clickbait. Mm-hmm. But it says earlier this month, an observant patron at a restaurant in southwest china spotted a set of footprints in the stone floor of the courtyard where they were dining <laughs> okay so the restaurant's just like let's just leave the ground as is where are they setting up their courtyard of rest like in restaurants right like are they in some kind of ancient like, rocky ruins? mountainous <laughs> <laughs> so it says yeah. um after the proper authorities were called in to observe and Who's identify, exactly like I immediately was like, I wouldn't know who to call. Who do you call? <laughs> is that, are they? Is that like a public listing? It's like poison control and like fire and da da da. And then it's like dinosaur identification, like you know. Um, yes. So it said the paleontologists on the scene discovered a new set of footprints, which they say belong to two dinosaurs that walked the planet some. 100 million years ago. Doc- That's a lot of information to garner from. What if it was from just. Footprints at Chili's. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't it get turns it. Out one of the construction guys dropped a hacky sack on the ground. Well, it's like, no, it's like he brought his like Great Dane when they were pouring the courtyard or something. Like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. it says Dr. Lita Zing was one of the experts called in to investigate. Well, there you go. She's on your list. It's, a, it's a man. That's why I paused because I was like, he told CNN. one like 1-800-DINO-LOOKER. It's like, that's a little <laughs> on the nose, guys. It's a little obvious. He told CNN that his team used a 3D scanner to confirm that the imprints were left by sauropods. Sauropods were plant what eaters kind of- with small heads and long necks and tails, and they were monstrous. I hope this was a vegan restaurant. Because <laughs> it was a vegan dinosaur, exactly, and it would just make sense if like it were a uh, if it were a carnivore. Like, could they live with themselves? Right, I don't think they so. would be. I think they they'd have would to be shut friends. down. They'd have to shut down the restaurant. But I think it's so funny because it goes on to again talk about how like these dinosaurs hatch out of eggs that were about the size of grapefruit. And how do we know, guys? How right, do we right. know? Is this getting back to our conspiracy theory episode? <laughs> also, 
I have more thoughts on D.B. Cooper. Oh, we'll have to talk Do about we that. Do we go back? Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I just had to laugh at this because, again, like, this is all newsworthy and everyone's always so worried about, like, fact checking. And, like, I'm like, I mean, you can't fact check these people. No. It's like if they wear some khaki pants and... <laughs> And khaki shirt and a hat and a khaki hat. Yeah, and they full, use words like sorrow pods. It's like, <laughs> and they have like some three D scanner. They're like, it's one hundred million years old. One hundred million. They're like, what's the oldest that's been found Hitting before? Hitting the presses now. Yeah. Hitting the presses Hitting now. The, they're like, I because well, journalists can fact check that. They're like, nobody Let me check my dinosaurs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just don't get how they can know a hundred million years old Mm -hmm. like i feel like it was like wait what's the oldest one that's ever been found 98 million years this one's a hundred guys this one's a hundred million years old Mm -hmm. take my take my picture and here's my name (laughs) (laughs) lita zing that's her oh gosh i should stop because i I, we actually do have every archaeologist gabber no we have one for sure we have one for sure (laughs) because she's written in with stories and talked about it Okay, and so she's, well, then we better cut this out because yeah. she's going to hate us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, well, oh, my my insight on D.B. Cooper, you know how they found some money on the side of the river that had been disintegrated yeah. about $5,000 worth. And so they're like, he must have died. Well, you guys, yeah, but he I guarantee D.B. Right. He probably left some money along the riverbank thinking someone fishing. Well, yeah, I watched well, the I well, ended up watching the thing the oh, uh-huh. documentary and like a bunch of the people that were like saying they thought they knew who he was they were saying well he just left that there um as like just throw him off their it's scent a, they're like, why would they find five thousand dollars and then not be able to find anything else he's like i can i can lose five thousand to throw people off my well, yeah scent. if i got like two hundred and something thousand you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah. that's definitely a philosophy you're not alone in that okay okay do you have so, a headline sorry we got off track a little bit um <laughs> what's your next headline but- my next headline says, local man fails breathalyzer test despite eating underwear. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, this is from USA in case you Today. Have any, like, any doubt that he's drunk, he just ate underwear. <laughs> so, you might want to check for so, other substances as well. <laughs> they didn't even need to take the breathalyzer. No. They're like, that guy's eating he's underwear. He's like sitting there chewing. They're like, sir, what's in your mouth? And he's like, bleh. And there's like underwear coming out. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this was on a website that just had a list of headlines. It didn't have the stories. So oh. then I was like, okay, I've got to look this yes. up. Um, and so this 18-year-old, um, he said that he was pulled over and he just ran from his vehicle, <laughs> which had been weaving around the highway. Mm-hmm. And they had got they had him in the back of the patrol, patrol car. Okay. The suspect tried to eat his shorts. It says <laughs> Wait, he ripped- his shorts or his underwear? His underwear. Because okay. it says he ripped the crotch out of his underwear, stuffed the fabric in his mouth okay. to try to absorb um, the alcohol? any, like, alcohol fumes. And he didn't want to go for, like, the sleeve of his shirt or... Like, Let me get the, cr- the crotch of my Yeah, underwear. the crotch of my underwear. Maybe he was just hoping that, like, the funk would, like, <laughs> really throw it off. He's like, maybe if I eat this, I will throw up. <laughs> <laughs> and then there won't be any alcohol right, in my system. Exactly. Yeah, I would. I mean, come on. The, oh my this gosh. Is a, I, this How is did a real he story. remove it? Like, right? Like Hulk super strength. Like, rip. Have you ever tried to rip fabric that wasn't cut? 
It's very hard. It's really hard, at least for me. Maybe that was the problem. He was wearing some old undies. Sick. Like, you know, that had some holes in them already. He's like, like, well, this is already some compromised fabric. It'll be easy for me to just yank out. It's so gross. Oh, my gosh. But he said that people in the courtroom during this hearing um, were leaving the courtroom with tears in their eyes, trying (laughs) not to laugh out loud. Because court is one of those places where you're not supposed to laugh. Yeah, which is why I probably should never go. Because I laugh about people and like getting fixa flat injected into their bums. So you know I'd be well, laughing and, at people like this. And what's what's hard is it's a, it's a coping me- mechanism like Claire Dumphy. I laugh when I'm something uncomfortable. uncomfortable happens. It's like, yeah, it's definitely a coping mechanism. And so it would just be bad news for me. I'll never be a lawyer for probably a lot of reasons. Right. Well... <laughs> I mean, I'm a little too old probably and um, not so smart enough and that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Well, that I, ship has sailed. Another headline I have um, is another animal one. I guess I'm on an animal okay. kick, but it says, Sharks mistaking feet for fish are likely behind Long Island attacks. Who told you that they thought that they were fish? The shark? Was the, the shark, shark like, yeah. the shark's like, okay, guys, I'm so sorry. I thought it was sorry, fish. I and everyone's like, fish. oh, okay, cool, man. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't need that foot anyway. Like, so it says a series. I saw this. Ex- oh, you did? Yeah, I saw this exact same article. It says a series of five shark attacks in two weeks on New York's Long Island probably has many beachgoers in the Northeast hesitant to wade into the water. You think? Probably. That would be, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> They're like five, five, five shark in attacks. two weeks. That, yeah, you're like, okay, we're not going to go. Yeah. But the sharks aren't targeting humans. They're after fish. Because, like, yeah, that's what the sharks told us. <laughs> exactly. Again, Don't worry, guys. Again, these are all Water's guesses fine. by these experts that are like, um, <laughs> guys, come on. They didn't. They weren't trying to get your feet. Don't take it personally. You're, you're fine. They thought the water's your fine. Your feet are just too fish-like, okay? Stop swimming. <laughs> like, Don't move your feet in a fish-like manner. And you'll be fine. So it says a sand tiger shark nursery located just off of the Long Island coast and an abundance of bait fish close to the shore could explain the recent string of unwanted encounters. According to. I want to know if this shark nursery is well labeled. (laughs) Because if I'm like, like, oh, this is where all the baby sharks are born. Hatching. And mama sharks. Uh Uh-huh. And do they have it? I'm not going to go. Have it? I mean, they can't rope them off. That's highly unethical. <laughs> but like, yeah, do they have it further away from where beachgoers would want to be? So that's why I'm like, if, if I'm driving along, I'm driving along and it's like tiger shark nursery ahead. I'm like, actually, you know what? Let's go down beach a little bit. Right. It says, this is what's so funny to me. Cause I was looking at the um, picture and I was like, oh my gosh. He like literally looks yeah. like he's smiling. And it says <laughs> the sand tiger shark is one of the more menacing looking creatures lurking beneath the ocean's surface. It can grow up to 10 feet in length and has a set of jagged teeth protruding from its jaws. It's a good description based on this picture that we're seeing. <laughs> but it's not, it's not looking for people. Well, listen, it says, however, as far as sharks go, <laughs> this big fish shouldn't be cause for alarm. Oh, we should, if you say we, so, I'll, well, I'll just post Maybe them. we can show it on Insta stories. Yeah, I'll just post them on Instagram. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're telling you just like, don't even, don't, no cause for alarm. The sand tiger is relatively docile species of shark that wants little to nothing to do with humans. Attacks are almost always carried out by yeah, smaller juveniles. Did they like find juveniles. this shark's journal? Yeah. 
<laughs> I wanted nothing to do with that. They're like always, almost always carried out by smaller juveniles that accidentally bite someone while chasing fish. Doesn't that sound like a typical teenager? I accidentally, <laughs> it's just kids like, stuff. I just, kids, kids being just kids. kids being kids. They, they grow out of it and it was an accident. It was an accident. Like I was just, I didn't mean to. <laughs> All right. It goes on to say, off the coast of Long Island, there are lots of juvenile sand tiger sharks. A lot of them. <laughs> Two times. Oh my gosh. Two times. And usually we don't have a problem with them. But as, as you've probably heard, reported, a lot of the bait fish are actually closer in this year. And there's a lot more. It's a statistical Listen, Kate, fact. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, bait fish, there are... They're baiting the sharks to come into that nursery area. Like, for, I think this is like a, a research area. Yeah, I feel for like beachgoers. They should go. They should either separate the two. Yeah, this or, isn't this isn't the place for you. Or some some red tape. Brain you know, sharks don't listen to red tape. No, I'm talking for the people. Oh, okay. Like, don't swim here. <laughs> don't come to this beach. Right. Or within X this is like that of deer crossing thing. The beach. Remember that deer crossing thing from years and years ago? What? Where People kept hitting deer on this highway, uh-huh. and they were talking about it on a radio show. Okay, and this girl, and they, they're like, we, they even have tons of signs that say deer crossing. They're like really trying to warn everyone about this, mm-hmm. but they just keep having all these deer get hit. And this girl calls in, and she's like, they need to just move the deer crossing so the deer don't cross there. Are you kidding and, me? Yeah, <laughs> and oh. it was, like, well, I will ha- it was, it's on YouTube, the whole recording. And they're like, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> The, the deer crossing sign is there to warn people. And she's like, but if they would just move the deer crossing to a less busy highway. This lady ain't from this here. Whole, this whole thing could be avoided. Oh so that's why you were like, Britt, people aren't going to, or the sharks are going to watch red tape. They're like swimming along, <laughs> swimming along. They're like, I see some feet oh. or some fish. I don't really care. They're like, oh, red tape, red tape. There's some red <laughs> painter's tape. Um, guys, we can't stop, stop, ignore all of your prehistoric instincts see this red tape your right one, here your 100 million year instinct there according are people to scientific on labor research. day trying to have a fun <laughs> <laughs> but it, in this uh scientist or whatever shark expert um mm-hmm. goes on to say it's a statistical fact that sharks don't target people if they did we'd have about ten thousand bites a day you well, that's horrifying horrifying I don't need that thought. Oh, so you're telling me there's that many sharks below sharks? us that I always... if they did target us, we would have all of our feet gone. Because there's Great, not even 10,000 of like us a month and a in half. the water. I, uh... yeah. <laughs> That's horrifying. Because in my, in, I try to rationalize with myself as I go into the ocean. When I do, on the odd chance that I'm in the ocean, because um, I'm in a landlocked state, but um, that I'm like, <laughs> You know, Britt, Brit, come on. They're, they're not here. They're not here. They're way out. Yes. But Bethany apparently Hamilton not. Hamilton was an anomaly. The bait fish are like, hey, we kind of look like those. Like, see those little things? <laughs> Fewer of us will get eaten if we if just we move swim towards around these little feet. Fluttery things that yeah. resemble us. <laughs> the ones with toenail oh, polish dear. are even better because... And the comeback of anklets. <laughs> you the know. Fla- it'll resemble flashy fish yes. scales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so this headline said why do so many bikes end up underwater uh-huh and um i didn't know that so many bikes did end me up either. underwater but apparently but this this article says that every year okay in amsterdam they pull out fifteen 
thousand bicycles from their rivers and canals. Can Is you it like that? a bunch of the people coming for sex um, trips and then like <laughs> renting a bike and then not knowing what well, to what do? That? Or what? <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm picturing like a Mr. Bean movie where everybody is just like, whoa, whoa. And they're like on bridges yeah. and they cannot gain control of the bike. Maybe Amsterdam needs to cool it on how many bikes they're selling. Well, it seems like a lot of But it bikes. also says they have the same problem in China. Mm-hmm. Like in areas where a lot of people, big cities where yeah. a lot of bikes are ridden, they find a lot of bikes in the bottom of their rivers, lakes, and canals. That is crazy. You, and okay, I was like, so go on. what? Go on. So, first of all, um, they said there's like an Im- internet phenomenon on YouTube where it's just really satisfying to watch a bike go under. Uh huh. Which sounds like gateway serial killer tendencies. Yeah, but that's and just it's me. happening at alarming rates too. So cool. Yeah, cool. like it's on. Like people are watching YouTube videos with this. Like it's a little bit scary. How about one um, person does it, and then the people that need to get their fix just watch the YouTube? Just video watch a bunch the video, and then. And then we won't pollute our river systems. Yes. And uh, <laughs> you guys want to give me crap about my straws again? Again, I know with the straws, <laughs> and you're throwing full, full bicycles, fifteen thousand bicycles Bikes. in a year yeah. into the river, and you're going to get mad at me about my straw and my <laughs> Ziploc bag. <laughs> um, and this article said in China they've also had instances of people stating explicitly that the reason that they threw their bikes into the water because is because they use kind of like rent-a-bikes. Yeah. Kind of like rent You're like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> no. You told me they were coming there for sex work. No, I was saying. And then I was like, what does I, that have to do with bikes in the river? I, I said that there's a ton of people that go to Amsterdam for a certain type of trip. And I said, okay. and they're renting bikes because there's a lot of people coming in. Amsterdam's a huge touristy area. So I was saying, and they're using <laughs> Sorry, I was focused renting on the sex work. bikes. And then I was saying, and then when they leave, they're just like, well, you know, <laughs> get rid of any evidence. Um, so sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I, why you got to paint me like some perv or something, Brit? <laughs> I hyper fixated on the point of your being like, people are coming there for the red light district. So bicycles are in the water. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I just kept picturing also other than someone that is basically on a bridge and like cannot control their bike, you know, um, yeah. also like on the office when the GPS tells Michael Scott, turn right, right now. And <laughs> yes, Dwight's like, it can't possibly mean right this second. There's a lake. And he's like, Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> and he's like, we have to listen. We have to, to listen, listen to, to the technology. I drove yes. my car into a in lake. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, I have one more funny one, and somehow I'm bringing it back okay. to Russia. I don't know. Bringing okay. it full. Britt finds it hilarious. Guys, I don't. <laughs> do not at me. I do not find this. I mean, I find this article hilarious, but I don't find other conflicts there <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> War is not hilarious. Yeah. Okay. This headline says, Vladimir Putin hires boys to men to boost the Russian birth rate. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like I said, this was just the headline I read. To men. So I had to go look this up. The story behind this is um, the average Russian couple has like 1.6 kids and they're trying to beef that up be, uh, because, you know, they want the population to grow. Um, Vladimir right. wants to take over the world. So his bright idea was to hold a giant boys to men concert at the Capitol. <laughs> 
This is real. Nothing this sets is... the mood for baby. Yeah, making. he's like, okay. Like little boys to men. If they start being like, close your eyes. Ooh. Make a wish. Make a wish. And blow out the candlelight. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> that song is sauce. It is. It's so saucy. Oh my gosh. I'm all like, now I'm like in the mood. On the floor. You know. I'll make what love to you. I was going to say. Like you want me to. Mm-hmm. And I'll hold you tight. Baby. I don't want to sing because I'm afraid night, we're going to be I'll off. I'll make love to you. He wanted that to happen. So right. boys to men. It, this is an old article. I've this? never heard about this before. Okay. Okay. This was in 2013. Oh my god! I never. Well, I bet boys to men's regretting their decision. They sold out <laughs> to beef up the Russian population for Russian soldiers. They probably just want more soldiers. Oh my gosh! But I just was like, okay, you are a leader. Of, you're a you're you're it. You're the leader of the country, and you have a problem at hand. Yeah. And your solution, right, is boys to men. They're like, do we throw money at the problem? Like, give incentivize people to have more kids. Like, give them more tax Mm-mm. break. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We hire. A 90s R&B <laughs> group. And we throw a big concert and we hope that everybody gets real H-O-R-N-Y um, <laughs> from this and then goes and makes a baby. But it's like, how do you know if you're ovulating during that time? How do you There's know? There's a lot of things that play into this. There's a lot of factors. You got you to gotta go with some more long-term incentives. <laughs> well, and here's, just... here's the biggest problem. I doubt they were singing those songs in Russian. Right. So people are just like... This I mean, is a great jam. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this beat. I mean, it is like I'd like to know what that beat. sounds like in Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How do you say light the fire in Russian? Let's look it up. Hang on. Light That'd the fire. Hang on. <laughs> oh, it's like in Russian. Like, I don't know how to read Russian. Yeah, there's a lot of things that look like a backwards R. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like computer coding. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't get over that. How He's is like, this not like, if, if boys How to men can't do it, I don't know news. what will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it worked for me. I currently have five kids, all boys. Wayna, <laughs> Michael, Nathan, Sean, and Mark. We're going to create our own boys to men band. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just imagine the boys to men songs would not hit as hard sung by, by Russians in Russian. They don't have like the soul that these brothers got, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just funny to be that concert thing too, because it's like, were they like handing out like other little things and yeah. free cologne and like anything else that like sets the mood? They're like, here, do an oyster shooter before you head in. <laughs> Here's a little nip of vodka, you know, and just get a list, little drunk. Loosen things up yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> but there's also constantly. a lot of rules that the government has. So they're just going to like give you quaaludes at the door probably <laughs> and be like, make a baby. The kids are will wait for no one. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that was fun. I actually think this would be a fun one to do. On a somewhat, you know, once a year, twice a year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Just um, catch up with current events. I agree. Well, whether or not these people found it funny, just remember. Someday we'll laugh about this. <laughs> <laughs> Someday someone will read about it in the news and laugh about it. And they're going to laugh at you. And, and and not with I you, don't know. at you. Yeah, they're laughing at you. Especially if you try to eat you. the crotch of your underwear. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> they will laugh at you in right, the courtroom. This week, um, 
this week on our Instagram. Send us, if you find any funny news articles that you come across, send it to us and we'll just like post the link for fun and, and share it with everybody mm-hmm. and it'll give us all a good laugh. And I want to send you guys the picture of the quote unquote 18 year old that did eat the crotch of his underwear because he looks 40. So I, just some oh. visual aids like that. <laughs> just some visual aids of, or we'll take, we'll show a picture You're of the like, tiger shark. Don't lie about your age if you're underage drinking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll post the picture of like the that. harmless, harmless, not hunting for humans, tiger shark. We'll post some stuff. You guys be the judge of that. All right. We'll see you guys next All time. Right, bye. I have a set of Livy's bracelets and they are so comfortable. They go with everything that I hardly ever take them off. Does that sound weird? I can wear them working out. I can wear them dressed up or dressed down. I love them. They are known for their comfort and versatility. They're made of lightweight, flat glass beads, and they are handmade right here in Northern Utah. So go check out Libby's Bracelets, L-I-B-B-I-E-S Bracelets on Instagram and get yourself a set. My stomach is growling so loud. Like it sounds like I can't hear it, but. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like worried that it's getting picked up on the recording, like sounding like farting. How do you. Oh, uh. (laughs) Give it a shot. Try to sing it in tune. Hold on. Right. This all seems like. This is a conspiracy. Like people are gonna I've start dropping us because they're like, you guys used to be funny and now you're now just you're like telling me dinosaurs weirdos. aren't real.